Welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast. If you're a coach, healer, or creative who has a calling in your soul to turn your unique gifts into a business that lights you, your clients, and your bank account up, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Lauren Ciesco, the queen of spiritual sales, self-sabotage expert, intuitive business coach, and a rebel soul. Each episode is intentionally designed to shift your soul and give your mind proof that it is possible to make money for your soul gifts, build a business without all the rules or hustle, and have fun along the way. Welcome home, Rebel Souls. Welcome back to the Rebel Soul Podcast. Today, I have another very, very special guest with me today. And today, this person that I'm bringing on, we actually not only lived basically together in the same house, but different apartments, but have been traveling together on and off for the last few months. So today we have Leticia Ringe joining us. Now, I want to talk a little bit about her before I give her the mic, because you guys, she is the real deal when it comes to coaches embodying their work and really living and breathing a business model that is working, not only just in the fact that she has a business that is making multiple six figures a year and has been from a place of systems and ease, but she's also impacting so many people in the industry and their, her clients are getting results. And I know this because they are, some of them are my friends and some of them are my clients. We have a very close knit of, uh, people. So it's so wonderful to have her on the show because ultimately we teach kind of the same thing in the end, which is to help coaches and healers or teachers, creatives get to six figures and more, but me and Leticia have different ways of doing it, which is the beauty of it, because it really is about building a business your way in a way that feels really, really good to you. And that's what this conversation is going to be about today is learning and coming and having a conversation about how we have built businesses and how you can approach your business in a way where your business fits your life like a glove. So Letitia, welcome. Hello, Lauren, and hello, everybody listening. It's so good to be here with you all. I'm super excited for this conversation today. Yay. Okay, now before I give her, I want her to really go into what this means. But before we do that, I want to tell a quick little fun, a fun story about how we met. So Letitia and I met through a course that we were both doing. We were doing the inner voice facilitator training with Jess Lively. So we are really met through the Lively community. Um, And while, when we were doing this course, it happened to be the heat of COVID. Okay. So this is April, 2020. So I'm going to paint the picture. Imagine back where you were in April, 2020, when like literally the whole world shut down. It was like the time when things were still scary then like things they were like, what is going on? What's happening? What is going on? Everyone was in lockdown and me and Letitia somehow both of our inner voices, our inner intuition led us to this course. And this course was for four weeks four hours a day, four days a week for four weeks. It was like an intense, um, intense, um, experience, but 
this, I know for myself, this experience completely changed the trajectory of my life, not only because it gave me a tool to really listen to the inner voice, but some of the friendships that I made and the connections I made in this group have been life-changing. Yeah. Yeah. That it's so interesting to think back to April, 2020 and what was happening because obviously we're all used to by now living with COVID and living through a pandemic, but at that time it was brand new. And I remember the month before I was actually in the U S when New York was declared as a state of emergency. And so I watched the, the world, or at least the US where I was at that time in Dallas for a life coach school event. I was there too, but we did not know each other at that time. (laughs) Exactly. We didn't know watching it fall apart and going through that training was just beautiful because we all got to find a sense of peace and connection in a time in our life that was very stressful. And actually Lauren, I met you before you met me because I met you years before that when I started my journey as a coach. Um, I had done Flow with Intention, which is a Jess Lively um, course and Jess Lively for most people probably know, but she's the person who teaches the inner voice facilitator training. And I had done her course, the, the first intake she did. And one of the following intakes, Lauren was on there on a recording and I heard her talking about <laughs> being a life coach, school coach and, uh, and sort of combining uh, these two approaches to her coaching. And I knew that I wanted to be her friend because I too was combining both of these approaches in my coaching. And so I actually tried to reach out and and connect to Lauren on the Slack channel we had but I messaged all of the Laurens because I didn't know her last name and then I never heard from it heard from the right Lauren (laughs) so fast forward that would have been like I don't know 2017 or 2018 so so then fast forward 17 yeah 17 so okay So fast forward to 2020 and I find myself in a class with the Lauren and immediately I was like yes this is like this isn't a coincidence and then Lauren actually reached out to me and was like hey let's be friends and I was like you I can't even believe how magical this is so everybody sometimes you think you miss your opportunities in life but if you're meant to know people they will come around Oh my gosh. I totally forgot that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So here's the thing, you guys right now, like in this very moment, I have like full body chills because this is just a reminder of like why me and Letitia are together in this very moment talking to you guys, because there is a whole other way to do business in life (laughs) when you learn. And when you not only learn how to tap into that inner guidance, but you learn how to trust it and you learn how to really go into those desires and determine like, what do you really want? And it's funny because before we go a little bit more, I have a little bit more of a story with me and Letitia where we actually, after that, we were like, oh yeah, let's get together one day. Cause she lives in Australia. I lived in San Diego and we're like, Hey, one day let's travel together. Just putting it out there. Like, wouldn't it be fun? And then like one day that like came into me dropping her voice note being like, Hey, sorry, I didn't get back to you by the way, I'm in Mexico. And I think I'm going to move here and then going back to a work thing. And then her responding being like, oh my gosh, I'm literally like selling all my things and was no, I want to go to Mexico. I want to go with you. And then like six weeks later, we were both there. And 
this is what really brought us together is living and working together. So we lived in one house with different apartments. So we literally got to live and kind of co-work a little bit together and really see each other's behind the scenes of how we run our business. So this is why when I can say like, I know Letitia and that she's the real deal. It's because I literally saw her day in and day out handling some really tough things in your business and some personal things that were going on in your life and how you navigated that. And it was just so beautiful and so inspiring. And you guys, if you ever have a chance to like live with like other coaches or healers or people that are doing the same thing you do, it expands you so fast. And that's really what me and Letitia went through for about what, six months we were traveling a little bit, maybe over six months. Yeah, it was, I think it was, yeah, five, just five to six months. So actually, no, it would have been six months because then I came back to San Diego and we hung out together there as well. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So here's the thing, you guys, me and Letitia have been having a lot of fun for the last six months. And this is very intentionally created by both me and Letitia and the way that we run our businesses. So Letitia, why don't you dive into, I want to hear more about how, when you say that, you know, you help people build their businesses that fit their life, like a glove. What does that mean? Tell me more about that. Sure. So, okay. So first of all, I really specialize in supporting two groups of people, coaches and healers who either want to build a six-figure business, which means they want to make 100K or more each year in revenue, or they already have a business that generates that amount and they want to scale it or sustain it or make it more aligned um, as they maybe go to multiple six figures and beyond. In either of those cases, we are building that business so that it obviously serves and makes a difference to the lives of the people that we're serving. That's what we all care about as coaches and healers. But we're doing this in a way that actually allows us to thrive and live the life that we truly desire. So it's not about sacrifice. We're not trying to be martyrs. We're not trying to be heroes. We're not trying to do all these amazing things for other people like we learn in the helping professions and then sacrificing ourselves as we do it. We're asking ourselves, what are the terms upon which I'm willing to serve? And we build a business that allows us to meet those terms. So when I think about this topic, I like to call it intentional life and business design. And we're really looking at three different categories. We're looking at what does the person actually need in order to work? So uh, an example of that is I used to be a lawyer before I built my coaching business. And um, when I was a lawyer, I had to work five days a week. They really preferred you to go into the office every day of those five days. And I discovered that every month for a couple of days, I'd have really excruciating period pain. And it would be so bad that some days I couldn't get out of bed. Um, And so to go to work and need to put my uniform, my suit on and actually get to the office was really difficult, but I could have stayed at home and done the work. So often I would do that, but it'd be frowned upon. And so over many years of doing that, I realized 
okay, if I could actually just stay at home when I, you know, don't have the energy to get into the office or there's these days a couple of times a month, then I could, that I could actually do more and it wouldn't take as much energy from me that then ultimately affected the rest of the month. Later on, as I become, became a specialist in the menstrual cycle, I realized that this is a really normal experience for a lot of women as you're going through uh, your period, right? As you're bleeding. And so for me, when I got into business, I knew that I wanted to have a business that would allow me to meet my physical needs, that would allow me to be able to work from home or work in bed or work on my couch when I needed to. And so for me, that is when I'm menstruating. So that's a need of mine as a human. And for a lot of women who are experiencing a menstrual cycle, especially if it's painful or you have a lot of low energy, that could be a need of yours too. So another example of a need is uh, for my clients, something that they're learning when they first start working with their own clients is how many number of clients they can work with at any time. How many calls can they do? When do when on a Zoom call, do you start to feel like I get a, you might get a headache, you might feel like your energy is being depleted, you might feel like you're drained. These are really important things to be aware of so that you can choose a business model intentionally that meets a need that you have. So for me, I know that I can only, like my absolute limit is three calls a day. I cannot do more than three calls a day. I don't want to, I get a headache. My calls need to be capped at 90 minutes in total because I then go into headache territory. That's a need. Then I have, what are your desires? And your desires are like, what do you want to create here? For instance, with my clients, it's a six-figure business or it's a multiple six-figure business. And so we need to be really clear on what our desires are. Otherwise, when we're building our businesses, we're trying to meet maybe other people's expectations or things that we think are practical and realistic rather than a desire we actually have. So some of my clients really struggle with actually clearly stating and owning their desires, which is to build a six-figure business because they have people around them making them feel bad about that. So you want, so there's the need, there's the desire, and then there's also the terms. And I, sometimes I call this your lifestyle requirements. What are the terms upon which you're willing to do the work? And these are things that uh, they might be more like preferences for you. So for instance, I know that I wanted to build a business that would allow me to take three months off every year because I wanted to have big chunks of time where I could just not think about my work, not think about my business. I wanted to go travel. I wanted to maybe, if I wanted to do a yoga teacher training deep dive, I could do it then. Or if I wanted to take some other course, or if I wanted to learn a language, like I could do that. And I was really inspired by Tim Ferriss with the four hour work week uh, in what was possible when it comes to building a business that you could actually just walk away from and not need to sustain every single day, every day of the week. I also knew that I wanted to only work three days a week and I only wanted to work a maximum of like six to seven hours a day. So these were the terms upon which I'm willing to actually do the work. And so when I go look at my business model and I look at the business that I'm building, I want to take these three areas into account when I am selecting my business model, when I'm selecting my strategies for my business. And then that is what creates ultimately a sustainable business because it's one that you'll be willing 
to be in it for the long term. Now, of course, you then need to keep checking in and making sure are my needs and my desires and my uh, terms, uh, do they need any changes? Is there anything else that needs to be tweaked here? Have I learned through actually living and experiencing this? But if you meet these things, then you will have a business for the long term. And it's also how you create extraordinary business models. Like nobody has a business model like mine. And most people who see my business, what they actually are so inspired by is the fact that I've been able to build a business that allows me to not work when I have my period, take three, take three months off a year, work three days a week. And it's not because anybody told me I could do that. It's because I tuned in and asked myself, what do I need? What do I desire? And what are the terms upon which I'm willing to, to do that? And then I took the aligned actions to do that. And we can talk more about aligned actions in a moment, but in answer to your question, that's what um, building a business that fits you like a glove is all about. Oh my gosh. I love it. Oh, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And you guys, it's, it was really inspiring to be around Letitia and to be in this energy, right? Where there would be days where we would like have plans to do things. And then like that morning she'd be like, oh, nope, like I'm in my period. And I'm just like, okay, I know that for the next couple of days that she may or may not want to hang out. And it's just this, like, it was okay. And the thing is, is that because Letitia was so decided in this and was such an embodiment of it, it naturally became a boundary that was very easy to respect. Mm. Right. And I think that these things, and I know we'll go into aligned action here in a bit, because I want to talk about that and more of the how, but what came up for me and me, Letitia, we and you have, we've had so many conversations about boundaries while we were together and especially with clients. And as our coaching businesses have been expanding and we're taking on not just individual, but building groups and holding more people. I see the value in really having these, these pillars in your life, right? Understanding your needs, understanding your desires, understanding your terms, because when you're clear on that, it builds natural boundaries within your, who you are and how you're showing up in your business so that you don't have this leaky energy. You're able to enjoy your life and build a business as well. Yes. And it's so interesting because I actually thought that I wasn't very good <laughs> with boundaries and Lauren and I were having some conversations around this. And I, I, I think Lauren is someone who is really, really good with her boundaries. And I, we were having a lot of conversations and I was learning from Lauren's perspective. And then I realized actually I do have, I am good with boundaries and I have so many boundaries in my life. And that has, is what has allowed me to build something that's quite unique. And I think that's interesting because for a lot of us coaches and healers, we're also creatives. And so we don't want to like do what everybody else is doing. We don't want to just recreate the wheel, but your needs, your desires, and your terms, that unique combination of them is how you create something unique. And it's, and, and then the work is really on those bound, that boundary piece. You have to be committed to what you actually desire here and life and everybody around you will tell you not to honor your boundaries every single day. You're the only person who can respect them, who can implement them. You so 
So the first step is being aware of them and to remind yourself of what those boundaries are and also to remind yourself of why you have the boundary. And it doesn't have to be like a really great heroic reason it can be simply because like for instance with your terms upon which you're willing to work it can be simply because that's my preference that's just the way I'd prefer to do it and then like the aligned action piece I think is really interesting because in our world Lauren when people talk about aligned actions they're talking about taking the action that feels good and I was thinking about this and I prefer to take as many actions as possible that feel good, like a lot of us humans. But that's not what I mean when I talk about aligned action. I'm talking about taking the action that is is in alignment with those desires, those preferences, those needs. And what I'm noticing again and again and again, when my clients are struggling or they're not creating the the result that they actually want or one of the results that they want. It's because they're trying to meet other desires or they're trying to find or only take the action that feels good. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not going to happen because <laughs> you have a mind and yeah. your mind is got what makes things hard and not feel good is the fact that your mind is being dramatic. It's, it's leading you to questioning, confusion, overwhelm, doubt, all of these things. And that's what makes things hard and not feel good. But that doesn't mean the action itself doesn't feel good. So what we have to work on and what I primarily work on with my clients, and I know Lauren, you do too, is supporting with that mindset piece, supporting you navigate your mind's fear, supporting you navigating the mind's drama and coming back to what you know about your needs, your desires, and your terms. And when you do that, it makes it easier to implement those boundaries. Yeah. I'm so glad. I think there's so many misconceptions out there about aligned action because people think that aligned action is like, it's going to feel good. And that if it doesn't feel good, that it's not aligned, but Here's really what I've learned. And I've actually been doing a lot of work on this with my, my clients right now is that when you are truly on the path to your life's purpose, right? So going back to your desires, right? And I did a whole episode on this. If you guys didn't listen to episode two, go back. Um, but your desires are actually from God. They're, they're so pure. It's just like, it's, we all have preferences. And when you can go in and really give yourself permission to feel those desires, those desires, there's a direct path between that desire and the results you want. Your job is to get an alignment with the actions that are going to get you there so that you can create it. And there is the right path that is there. However, when you are closest to your life's work, what really happens is that resistance comes up the resistance of the soul, because this work is so important to you that it, it's just naturally there. So I have been creating my signature, recreating my signature program lately. And I am like in the zone and I am doing my life's work and I know, and I'm in alignment 
but there is resistance because I am doing something I've never done before. And there's a piece of us that when we are so close to the, to our soul's path, the resistance of the soul comes up. It means that we're on the right path. And what we have to learn how to do is discern, is it coming from the resistance of our soul that's saying like, Oh, actually you're on the right path. Keep on going. This is just soul resistance versus the fear and the stories that the mind makes that then creates different, similar stories. Right? So the truth is, is that a lot of the actions that you're going to take might be uncomfortable and there might be resistance, but that resistance and that uncomfortableness is just a sign that you're in the alignment of doing the right thing. And this is just the soul's resistance. And actually, I think it's, I can't remember his name. Oh yeah. Steven Pressfield did a, he writes a lot about this. Like I think the art of war and, um, turning pro this is like what his all of his works about is like the resistance of the soul right it's like the amateur versus the pro and when we can really learn how to embody the truth it's going to lead us to the action that is right for us the aligned action but part of that is the emotional work that we have to do to be able to discern if it's right for us in that moment mm-hmm. yeah like what we're talking about here is the creative struggle And I was actually on my um, mastermind call yesterday, we were talking about this and I was telling them, you know, when I create content (laughs) for all of the modules for my programs, I'm not enjoying that the whole time, even though I want to create this for you. And I have the idea and the clarity I said, but there's like pain during the process. I'm fighting with myself because I want it to be clearer. I'm fighting with myself because I'm trying to figure out what to include, what not to. I then need to actually record the thing. I need to work with the light in my home. And, you know, sometimes I want to do things in the evening, but I can't record a video then because it's the evening. So we need, these things are painful and I don't particularly enjoy it at the time, but I, that's part of the creative struggle. And so we have to remind ourselves that like when you're in it, you're in the thick of it, it may not feel good, but that remember that there was a part of you that wanted to do this, that had the desire to do this. And we have to keep going back to that place. And I think that that becomes even more important when you're not seeing immediate results that you want because you've got to rely on trust then. And you need to be like, this is the way the universe works anyway. You need to be in the energy of what you want rather than waiting for evidence before you get into the energy of what you want. So for instance, if I go through a month in my business where I'm not making as much money as I have in other months or as much money as what I desire, I could make that month be all about struggling. I could tell myself lots of stories about why I'm not good enough, about how I'm a failure, about how this is never going to work. And I'm going to have probably a pretty, uh, a month where I don't feel very good. (laughs) Or I can be in the trust of, even though the evidence isn't here, that I am creating the desire that I have, I can enjoy this month just as much as if I was making the amount of money I wanted or working with that particular client or, or whatever the result is that you want. I could be, un- that's unconditional alignment. I can still feel good and choose to be happy with what is knowing that what I want is coming. And so that is the piece where we get to, we have the choice to choose to feel good or not. So even when it's hard and it doesn't feel good, you can still choose to feel good 
good about that. Like, yeah, right now this is hard and I'm struggling or I still haven't had that last piece of my program drop in and I'm feeling a bit of doubt about that, but that's okay. I'm, I'm choosing to feel good about that, even though part of me also feels concerned, worried. That's the choice that you have in every moment. And I think when we're talking about alignment in terms of feeling good, like that's what people mean. You, you can choose to feel good even when things aren't going the way that you want and even when you're experiencing uh, the hard parts too. Oh, so many good points that you touched on there. I love, I love it. It's so true. And thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing like what is really like behind the scenes, because what we think is happening is we're looking at other people and we're like, Oh, it's so easy for them. Or, you know, we think that it's just like, you know, we sat down and just like all, everything flowed. And when I say like things float out, it could flow out, but it could be painful the whole time. (laughs) Like, right. And it's like, that's what I'm going through right now with my program. Like you said, when you're creating your program, it's like, I call it crazy, crazy, mad scientist mode. Like I feel like a mad, (laughs) crazy scientist when I'm like, cause it's like all of these ideas and it's just like crazy, but yet it's soul work. So it's like, there's nothing else I'd rather do. And there's also in the same breath of feeling crazy and feeling like so much resistance is this like, this is beautiful. And this is like wonderful. And this is like everything I wanted. And oh my gosh, this is better than I can imagine. Right. So there's like learning how to sit with the duality is, is really what it's about. And this duality is also what you were talking about, Letitia, with living in the reality of the physical world and not seeing the results and still being able to hold the vibration in our inner world of what we really want. Right. And I personally have been playing with this in in my business this month. And I want to tell a little story because I think this is like relevant to what we're talking about, which is we, and and I know I'm guessing your clients are like this too, Letitia, where it's like, we want the results like yesterday. Yeah. Right. (laughs) We want the results like yesterday. And when, and especially when you've been doing it for quote unquote a while and it's still not there, the thing that gets in our way the most in my clients is thinking it should be different or thinking I should be further along. I thought by now I would have, I'll be honest. I thought I would have already made a million dollars in my mind. If you had asked me, oh yeah, in five years, I'll get to a million dollars and I'm not there. And here's the thing, the days that I focus on thinking and looking at other people and thinking I should be further along and thinking that I'm not there, I'm taking myself out of my magic and the appreciation for what I've already created. And lately I've challenged myself to actually wake up every day and be literally blown away by what I've created Mm -hmm. to like act like I had just started. And if I had just woken up in the body of somebody who's been doing it for five years, that, that level of energy, and it has completely changed my experience as a coach, because especially everyone who's listening to this podcast, you guys, this is not something you're doing just because you want to, this is a soul calling. This is like you know, you're meant to do something more and there's nothing else you'd rather be do than do than do this. And you can see yourself for the whole, your whole life wanting to continue to improve. So you're going to be on this journey of never ending goals. And here's the thing. You have to learn how to enjoy the ride there, because if not, it's going to be a tough journey, but not only that, you might not actually get there because 
you're in a lack zone because you're always expecting something that's not there. And that's the thing that really slows us down. So when you can actually kind of reverse your energy and instead always be looking at back at where you came from, from a place of, holy fuck, look what I've created. Like literally blowing your old mind. Like, oh my gosh, like 10 people downloaded my podcast. I had one, like, instead of being like, why don't I have a hundred likes? Why instead of looking forward and looking at other people being like, look at their likes, look at their things, because it takes you in that gap. And the magic is looking back and being thankful for where you are rather than trying to look forward. And let me tell you, if you guys are on this path of entrepreneurship, it is a long road. So you have to learn how to enjoy it. And I'll tell you the other thing, last thing is all of the goals that I thought that I would hit and be happy, like hitting my first hundred thousand, hitting my first client, launching my first program, buying my BMW convertible, doing these things. It, in the end, it was like, I've gone to this place where it's like, what now? Right. It's like, it loses its luster. And it's like, it's, you have to learn how to enjoy it now. And that's the whole purpose of what Letitia is talking about, of like fitting your, making your business to enjoy it and fit you now. So you're not waiting to this place of like, when I get there, things will be okay. Because we see that in the corporate world or people working their whole life to 60 to retire, to then have it good. Exactly. And you know, this is, uh, that just reminds me back to the book I mentioned before, the four hour work week uh, with Tim Ferriss. He talks about this concept of the new rich. And this was something that really shaped my experience as an entrepreneur, which is that like wealth and richness is not just about money. It's also about time and spaciousness. And so for me, what feels really wealthy, what feels like true abundance is being able to have like to work three days a week, to take three months off a year, to serve people that I love to serve and to also make the money that I desire. And the only way that I can create that is by being committed to all of these things and then taking the action that is in alignment with all of those boundaries. And I think it's really important just to go back to what Lauren was talking about just there. I think what what the, the word is, is satisfaction. We need to be satisfied with where we are right now. We need to be satisfied with where we've been and ready and open and willing for, to have more in our life. And being able to juggle both of those two things that, oh, I can be satisfied and celebrate where I am right now. And I can also be open and ready and willing to celebrate where I'm going that like, that's the whole deal. And the truth is like life is all about, and business is all about being on the journey. It's not about getting to that destination because the destination is not what makes you satisfied. It's the journey. So if we can focus on how we want that journey to be more than what the destination is, that's where you actually have the most control and the most power to create a business that you actually love and also to create the results that you desire to. It is true that you'll always have more desires. That's what life is about. It's about having more desires. Once upon a time, getting to six figures was like, oh, that's all I wanted. It was so cool. And then I wanted to get to multiple six figures. And now my next financial goal is a million dollars as well. But I know enough by this stage that I know that a million dollars is not going to make me happy. And so I have no rush in getting there. I know that I'm going to get there. I know that it doesn't mean anything once I do get there. 
I just know that I am so satisfied with my life, with where it is right now. And I'm proud of what I've created. And if you can build from that place, that's when things get really, really magical because you're no longer putting obstacles in your way. And it's okay. We will forget. We all have minds. It's going to pull you into comparison mode. But if you can go back to, as Lauren just showed there, it's really about the only person that you're in competition with in a positive way is yourself. The only person you're trying to like uh, to beat or to keep growing and expanding in comparison to is just your past self. And that's cool. And sometimes the growth is just the learning, not the actual um, the result that you want. It's learning more about what you actually want as well. Oh, yes. As soon as you said satisfied, my like jaw literally dropped. Leticia probably saw it because that's like the word that I keep on anchoring into like it during this experiment. So it's so beautiful. I just didn't say it on this, but like, that's it. That's the energy. It's like being satisfied is amazing. So maybe that's the work that you guys do this week is practicing being satisfied. How can you be satisfied right now with like where you are in your life? Right. And really thinking about these things that Leticia have been talking about, right. Figuring out your desires, figuring out your needs, figuring out your terms. Like, you know, you know, exactly what you want. Now the real deal is being brave and claiming it and being willing to admit it so that you can put it out into the universe and that be your frequency. So Leticia, I want to end with one last question. So you guys, I think one of the things I love the most about Leticia, not only just like the way that she teaches her business and like, just as a friend is that she's just such, you just are the real deal. You're just so authentic. You just are the embodiment and you you're real, right? Like you, you have like real experiences, but yet you always make everything to really work for you. So looking at your life now and you guys, Leticia lives in, she lives in um, Sydney. She has a beautiful apartment that she just got with this amazing view. She just spent six months traveling with me, having lots of fun is like living her life is crossing off her checklist, like living her best life. I want to know Leticia, what did you have to give up in order to get here? Right. And that might be beliefs. It might be habit. It might be, what did you have to get up, give up to get to the, where you are right now? Yeah, I actually, I think that the biggest thing that you have to learn to be a successful entrepreneur is discipline. (laughs) And that may not be what people want to hear because when you go into business, you want freedom, right? But discipline is what creates the freedom. And so every time my mind has sent me on a wild goose chase, which it does all the time, like most days, is this really what I want to be doing should I be doing something else? How about I start this new idea? Like I'm a, uh, I'm a manifesting generator in human design. I, I'm just full of ideas. But being disciplined enough to stick with what my strongest desires are over the long term is how I got here. Being willing to stick to what my needs are, what my terms are, and end the desire I have is how I got here. And following the being focused with like whatever strategy it was that I'm implementing or whatever offer it is that I'm selling, being disciplined with that to give it time to work and then to keep learning, to keep moving forward, even when there's failures, which there always are at every stage of the business journey. I still keep moving forward. I don't let that be evidence of why I can't have what I want. I just learn from it. 
and I keep moving forward. So I think there's a humbleness in that. And, and so that combination of both the discipline and the, and the humbleness is what got me here. Yeah. I, I think that's so beautiful because right. Like we're now looking at your after, right. Like where you're at now, which gives you a lot of freedom, but it's so true in order to get to the place of freedom, there has to be discipline or like habits put in place that then can compound over time that then create the freedom. Right. Yes. And that's really what that is, where it's like a, how, and you guys are probably like, well, how did she get here? This is such a beautiful answer, Letitia, because this is the, how is the small quote unquote, hard little decisions that we make along the way that all add up when you're consistent in the right direction. Yes. Yes, exactly. Practice, not perfection. One step every day in the right direction is what will get you what you want. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So beautiful. Okay. So tell all of my community where they can find you. I know that you have a podcast, which is amazing. You guys, you have to check out, but where else can they connect with you? What do you want them to know? Um, We'll also link all this up in the links in the show notes too. Okay. Awesome. So you can come and connect with me over on Instagram at Letitia Ringe. You'll be able to find the spelling for my name, I guess, in the title of the episode, uh, because it's, you know, you can spell Letitia in many different ways. I also recommend you definitely check out my podcast. I have 176 episodes and, (laughs) and they keep adding up every week. It's called create a life that is beautiful. And you can go to LetitiaRange.com forward slash podcast to find that. If you are starting your business um, and you would like to know a little bit more about creating offers that sell, I have a free training called Online Business Kickstarter. And you can download that at LetitiaRange.com forward slash Kickstarter. Uh, And otherwise, just show yourself, send me a message on Instagram and let me know that you listened to the episode. Let me know what resonated. And I'd love to continue the conversation there. Oh, wonderful. Letitia, this has been, you guys, we have been talking about doing a podcast episode together pretty much the whole time we were like traveling (laughs) together. So this is like, once again, another beautiful manifestation that we have created is getting together and like really have this, this beautiful conversation with you. So thank you so much, Letitia. It's just, I, I really is an honor to have you, to have you here. Thank you so much, Lauren. I have absolutely loved today's conversation as is the same with all the other conversations we ever have. We always have so much fun. So thank you so much. And yeah, I'm excited to have you on my podcast too. Yay. I'm excited too. So thanks for tuning in. You guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, share it on social media, tag both me and Letitia so that we can get this in more people's hands. This is this conversation. I'm taking away stuff from it too. And that's what I love when I'm inviting guests and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. There's some good reminders. So there's so many nuggets in here and yeah, share away. So we'll see you next week. Bye.